and emotionally so strong where it doesn't bother you? Well, you know, it's, you got to look at the reality of the situation. You know, like for me, it's not, you know, you, you kind of got to get over yourself. Like, it's not about you, man. Like, oh, okay, you feel embarrassed. You're not that important. Like, <laughs> get over yourself. Yeah, that's where you go. Get over yourself. Right, like you're worried about how people may perceive you and like you're walking around and it's embarrassing because you shot five air balls. Get over yourself, right? And then after that, it's okay, well, why did those air balls happen? Got it. High school, year before, we played 35 games, max, right? Week in between, spaced out, plenty of time to rest. In the NBA, it's back to back to back to back to back to back to back. I didn't have the legs. So you look at the shot, every shot was online. Every shot was online, but every shot was short, right? I got to get stronger. Uh, I got to train differently. The weight training program that I'm doing, I got to tailor it for an 82-game season mm -hmm. so that when the playoffs come around, my legs are stronger and that ball gets there. So I look at it with rationale and say, okay, well, the reason why I shot air balls is because my legs aren't there. I got well, next year they'll be there. That was it. If you're new to the Impact Secret Podcast show, welcome to the family. To my existing family, <laughs> thank you for joining as always. It's definitely, truly appreciated. On this podcast show, we discuss entrepreneurship, faith, marketing, and you guys already know my favorite, personal development. I am your humble host, E D for all you smart and intelligent folks that just simply means Ed now pull up to the dinner table I got some stories to tell in today's episode there are three impact value secret points that you will learn point number one point value point number one is continuous learning. Value point number two, why development of your skill will always outwork someone who is just talented. And number three, a commitment to a commitment to your mentality, a commitment to your mentality. Today's episode is entitled The View You Adopt About You. The view you adopt about uh, the view you adopt about you growth versus fixed mindset. You know what, family? As always, you know when we get ready to put together a show, I always want to look for something that is going to be that's going to to grow you personally where it can affect all areas of your life. See, one of my favorite books of all time now is The New Psychology of Success, How We Can Learn to Fulfill Our, our Potential. And that's the Carol Dweck uh, book. And I have the audio and the Kindle version. I think I even have a copy, a physical copy. I, I have to look and see. But I know I have both the, visual, the Kindle version as well as the audio. 
And how I got turned on to this book was through, I was watching a video talking about mindsets and the mindsets that people have is the, it's really the true driver for everything else. That's why the content here on the impact secret show is always, you see the majority of it is focused around mindset because I truly believe through my years of learning personal development is, is, is that it doesn't matter what your gifts are. It doesn't matter what basically your talents are. It is the mindset in which allows you to tap into your talents, allows you to tap into talents you may not have currently that you can develop. But I didn't have a, a, a terminology to coin to, to what it meant. Because I remember when I wanted, I knew I, I'm always wanted more out of life. I'm always continuously striving for more out of life and, and finding ways to stretch myself. And I remember sitting in this little apartment that I had got when I first moved to, uh, uh, when I actually, cause my roommate and I had got an apartment. And then when I finally got my own place and this apartment was probably about, uh, I don't know, maybe 600, 600 or 700 square feet. And I remember I was just like, this can't be it. Like, this is not, you know, I'm not saying I was looking for a mansion or anything like that, but I was like, yeah, this is not going to, to work, but how do you, how do you get yourself out of that situation? And, you know, I'm watching my friend have success and, you know, he's, he's doing what he loves and he, I mean, literally, um, he's winning in my eyes uh, because, and I'm extremely proud of him and I was extremely proud of him then. And I was like, man, you keep going, keep getting it. And what I realized at that point is how do I fix this? How do I, what do I need to do? How do I work on myself? And literally that's when the journey started for me on personal development. When I was just like, I, this is just not going to work. And I've applied that over and over again in my life. When I get to a point, my mom always said, and I didn't believe, see a lot of things that our parents say family or, you know, parents, family or, or whatever that they say, it doesn't really set in until you experience the situation or the adversity or whatnot. Because my mom would always say something to me. She would say, son, until you get sick and tired, that is only when you will take action. Other than that, you will continue to allow what is happening inside of you, around you to happen. When you get sick and tired, that's when you just said, I've had enough. This is not going to work for me anymore. I have to make a change because if I don't make a change, I will continue to sit in a situation or be with a person or work at a position or deal with a, a friendship or relationship that doesn't fit who I am. I don't know who I'm destined to be, but I know this is not it. And because I know this is not it, I'm willing to put in the necessary work. And that's when I just started going hard on personal development. I started reading anything I could touch and still to this day, I still do the same thing. And what I'm telling you, family, is, is the fact of when I got a hold of this book, this book really woke me up. And when I say it woke me up, I mean, I'm talking about from a, a, 
a standpoint of the adversities that I've I've had to 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 go through. But those adversities, those challenges, those things where I literally felt so uncomfortable and so afraid and so like what is about to happen have been the situations that stretched me. Those are the situations that made me believe it's possible. Those are the situations that made me know that if I can make it out of that, (laughs) I know that whatever else is coming my way, it's just a matter of time before I go through that as well. And so that is the reason why this book resonates with me. I, I matter of fact, I'm going, I probably need to um, open it up again. Cause I haven't listened to it in probably about four or five months um, now, uh, but I need to listen to it again all the way through and, and probably even read the book uh, too. And by the way, this is a quick tip off, off not off topic, but st- still within topic is, Something I've also been doing, and I think I may need to do a show on this, and I hate saying that, family, because I know you guys be like, man, you said you're going to do a show on this and this, but I think I may do a show on that. But I want the video piece of it because I think it'll help more to give a better illustration. But I actually got this from, um, oh, I can't remember his name. Uh, His name is not coming to me right now. But anyway, I started listening to my audio books on a faster speed. And what I've noticed is I'm able to get through the book faster and I can go through it multiple times versus when I would normally get an audio book and listen it to normal speed. I wasn't able to go through it and then I find myself just leaving this book or coming, you know, basically listening to something else. But that tip really helped me out. And when I think of the when I find out who the person is or I do the show on, I'm going to make sure that person is credited because I always want to give credit where credit is due. So the point I am trying to make, family, is with this book, though, it it really showed me something that I was experiences experiencing is 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 a part of life because I would I would always I was the one people would say either you're crazy or you just dumb. And I and I was like, what do you mean by that? And they were like, well, because you're the only person where if you don't know something, you have the courage to raise your hand to say, hey, I don't understand and I don't know that you don't try to sit there to look intelligent to try to impress somebody that you because you really want to understand it and know it and makes other people feel comfortable to ask questions. I even had a professor come up to me one time and he said to me, he said, um, I'm going to ask you something. And and only reason I'm asking something, because I, I can see the confidence that you have. And I wouldn't do this. I wouldn't ask any other student this. But because of the confidence that you have in my class, I believe I can do this. And he said, do you mind if I pick on you? And I was like, what do you mean by picking on me? I don't understand. He said, a lot of people don't won't ra- in the in the class. They're not raising their questions. I mean, they're not raising their hand to ask questions because they feel embarrassed that they may say the wrong thing or they may not look, you know, they may not look intelligent. But you, you really just don't care if you don't look intelligent or not because you're here to learn. I said, well, yeah. I mean, and he said the only reason why I know that he said because it's reflected in their work. I said, ooh. I just said something, family. Did you hear what I just said? I said, he said that the reason why he wanted to pick on me is because 
he know that the students are struggling, but they're afraid to ask the question because they don't want to look unintelligent in front of their peers. And he said, the only reason why I know that is because it's reflecting in their work. The work that they're turning in is reflecting that they don't understand the material. They don't understand what I'm communicating to them. And yet they're unwilling to raise their hand. They would rather look cool than learn. He said, you were the exact opposite. And he said, if you don't mind, I said, I don't mind at all. I said, because at the end of the day, I am here to get an education. I don't care what I look like to anybody in this classroom. And they can laugh and, and we can joke. But at the end of the day, if I get the information and I apply it, I'm going to be more effective than they were. So that's why this growth and, and fixed mindset really resonated with me, because when you look at the fixed mindset is the fixed mindset is one that truly depends on their skill set and their talent. They depend on their talent and their skill set to con continuously to get them by. You see, I didn't have I didn't know what my skill sets or my talents were. I'm still working on skill sets and talents. But a lot of fixed mindset people refuse to work on it. They're like, well, hey, I've tried it. It didn't work. Or, you know, I, this is probably something that somebody with a, a better skill set should be going after versus a growth mindset. It was just like, hmm, OK, I guess I didn't get it right then. Just like what I opened the show with with Kobe Bryant, Kobe talked about when he shot five air balls on national TV. A lot of people would have just cowered down and went inside themselves and beat themselves up to a point where they wouldn't they wouldn't be willing to search for the answer. They would just say, oh, well, it just is what it is. But Kobe said, no, wait a minute. He said, I know I'm greater than this. I know I'm better than this. And only way to find out if I'm greater and better than this, let's examine of why did I shoot those five air balls? Oh, okay, here it is. Here's the breakdown. The breakdown is, oh, in high school, we only played 35 games. Now I'm in the NBA, and this is his rookie year. Now we're playing 82 games, and that doesn't even include if you make it to the playoffs. So I don't have any legs going down the stretch. Okay, now I must change and adapt and, and pivot my workouts. See, a lot of people are afraid to pivot. They're afraid to pivot because of the being comfortable. See, when you you know when somebody is, it, uh, when you talk to them and you say, how did you get here? Oh, you know, well, my talent, I was talented in this. I was talented in math. And so, you know, I really didn't have to study like most people and I was able to do it. I said, so are you still honing your craft and craft and math or Nah, well, you know, you know, here and there, but not really taking the time and see, that's how that's how I was able to catch people. See, I knew I wasn't smarter than a lot of my peers. And when I say I knew I wasn't smarter, meaning that I wasn't putting in the work. I knew I had a gift for gab, as they would say, I had a gift to communicate when it came to talking to people because my household was filled with we were continuously talking or I was always in a situation where I was entertaining myself trying to figure out what jokes I can make people laugh with.
So I was always working on myself. I was always willing to work on my skill set where other individuals chose not to once they were were deemed that they were talented, that they were gifted. They didn't go put in the necessary work. I said, ooh, I think I can catch them. So now as I'm on my journey to develop the number one uh, podcast show around personal development and business, I'm like, what is everybody else doing? Well, they're probably producing one or two a week or three, maybe. I'm like, well, won't I just produce Monday through Friday? And won't I just continue to work on my craft, continue to bring in things, to bring up the production, continue to find out what the family wants, find out how I can add more value to their lives and and create something that has never been done. I'm not trying to walk down the same path as everybody else. I think they talk about, I don't know if it was Ralph Emerson that talked about walking down the path of less traveled. I want to go down that path so I can create my own. I can set the, I can set it on fire. But see what I'm coming back to family is, is, is that when you have the growth mindset, there's some things that you just don't do. You don't, you don't, you don't seek for comfort. See, the reason why you don't seek for comfort, because it doesn't allow you to work on your deficiencies. It doesn't allow you to stretch yourself by taking on challenges that you normally wouldn't take on. It doesn't allow you to get out of your comfort zone because you stick in a place where makes it you makes you feel comfortable. It makes you feel like I don't have to I don't want to learn anything else because I it was just hard learning what I learned to get here. And see those um, get here type mentalities never works, family, because there's always somebody looking to take your spot. There's always somebody willing to work harder than you're willing to work. See, when you when I looked at uh, the growth mindset, I understood that success really comes when you are really willing to put in a strategic approach to building upon your skill set. You see, I didn't say working hard because I think that is too broad. That doesn't give you context of how do I become more of a growth mindset person or how do I become a better person when I receive feedback on certain situations? Or period. Because a lot of times when fixed mindset individuals receive feedback or criticism, they don't know how to take it in a way of building upon it and making themselves better. Some, and, and sometimes they, when, when they receive feedback, they just shut down. See, I'm the other way. This is that. This is the growth mindset. When you give me feedback, and if it, it frustrates me or it makes me mad, it becomes personal for me. Not personal against you per se. It's personal about the information you said. And now it's time to get to work and show you that maybe I think you caught me on a day that I wasn't really in that in in a mindset of whatever the feedback that you're giving me that I wasn't really pushing myself hard and you, you called me out on it. So thank you. So now it's time to step up. Now you're going to have to catch up 
Because now that you said what you said, I'm going to hold you accountable and show you that you're wrong. And showing you wrong, that doesn't mean when I say show you wrong, I'm not saying that you're wrong for what you're saying. I'm saying that I haven't showed you everything I got yet. So now it's time to go because you've called me out on it. And that's and, and as a growth mindset person, you're, you, you embrace that. You look forward to that competition of being competitive. Because if you don't, if you don't look at that that way and you start taking it in emotionally, you start internalizing it and say, you know what, maybe they're right. Maybe I'm nothing. Maybe I'm an imposter. Maybe I'm somebody that shouldn't be do th- doing this. Because a lot of feedback is not accurate. A lot of feedback is not right. Because a lot of times fixed mindset people may put their false beliefs on you and, and afraid that you have it meaning you have the will to go work on the skill set and do the things that they were unable to do. Because I'll tell you, talent plus being able to continually hone your craft is scary. Ooh, boy, it's scary. Me doing videos every day, or I should say doing this show every day, is scary. Because all I can do is get better. (laughs) And when I get better and I push myself and I test out different things with the family of saying, bringing in different audio clips, um, making the, the mic, I mean, making my sound more crisp, get, that gets scary because what I'm learning various skill sets that people are not willing to take the chance on or, or take the risk on investing in themselves. But they'll go get those new J's. Mindset people. Mindset family. I don't I don't never want to be classified as somebody that's smart. I don't like that. I used to. I used to want to be like, oh man, he's just extremely smart. That guy. And I realize it's a facade. When you look at me, I want you to say, you know, that's that's somebody that's in continuous learning. That he he is someone that is willing to learn when he don't know. You know. I knew I had I knew I had the growth mindset, um, but it's taking time to really trust myself with that growth mindset, because when I would get things, my mom would have me put things together and I wouldn't read the instructions. I would look at the picture because I wanted to challenge myself. I wanted to see if I can put this together without reading what the details are. And it was fun and interesting. And yeah, it took longer, but the fun thing about it was being able to see if I could figure out what was going on here and putting it, you know, putting it together and then, oh, I missed out on a part or two. I got to take this part off. That was challenging and fun. Like I would get super excited. And in the book, they talk about uh, how they gave puzzles to these, and I'm paraphrasing here real quick, they gave puzzles to these kids, and when they gave puzzles to these kids, they gave them an easy puzzle, and then they were going to give them a hard puzzle, and they said, well, this is going to be a hard puzzle, do you want to take it? And most of the kids, you know, decided not to, and, and then, but the kids that did were, they were established as a growth mindset because they were willing to go through adversity and change. And I understand, and, and I'm with you, family. Like, I'll be a, I'll be the first one to admit adversity, change, 
is really not my number one. Like I get super excited. I think we need to be clear. A lot of times people be like, yeah, you, you know, get excited. I, I am not excited about going through adversity. Cause I'm like, okay, here we go. Let's get it. But once I'm, once I, once I am where I am, I'm like, there's no turning back. There's only moving forward. This is only forward progression. So I'm in a situation that I'm clueless about. I don't understand. I'm extremely uncomfortable. I'm sweating. I'm nervous. I got butterflies in my stomach. I like what one of the authors said. He said, well, if you got butterflies in your stomach, he said, you should tell Michael Jordan. He said, Tim Grover said, I know you got butterflies in your stomach. Well, just start getting them to go in the, in the same direction. So you know, you got all of these things going on and you like, I still got to go out and execute. I still have to push through. I still have to keep learning. I may have to get up earlier than most people so I can work on my craft and then go into to work or work on my craft while the kids are asleep, work on the on my craft when, you know, I when there's no distractions, Because what you don't want to happen is that you fall into the trap of having so much success that you forgot that what really strengthened you was the opportunity to push through your failures, to grow through your failures. Because that that right there mentality of, you know, and I heard Kobe Bryant say, he said, I've learned more in my failures than I have in my successes. Everybody wants to win. And I want to win too. But the failures allowed me to see what didn't work and what I need to work on on myself. Because sometimes in success, you can get blinded by the success that you forgot how you got there, the things you were doing to get there, getting up early in the morning, reading positive information, 10 to 15 minutes, listening to a show like this, the Impact Secret Podcast show, taking time to meditate, taking time for you, taking time to understand how you can build on whatever skill set you want to learn, taking time to experiment with life. Do you got a passion for wanting to be a blogger? Go blog. Do you have a passion to want to creating a YouTube channel? Go do it. Learn. Have fun learning. We've gotten away from having fun learning because People have made it more challenging to want to learn, even though we have more information than we ever can have. We have more courses than we can ever have. We have more people that are willing to mentor and be your business coach and all of these different things. We have way more than we had five, 10 years ago. So family, what I'm telling you is, 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 is very important that you take the time to develop yourself and I know I say it when you when you work on you developing yourself by being committed to when you say hey I'm going to go experiment with maybe like I said maybe you want to be a copywriter or a blogger that you go experiment with those things and see if you like it and if you don't pivot and, and, and do something different once upon a time the a daughter complained to her father that her life was miserable and that she didn't know how she was going to make it. 
She was tired of fighting and struggling all the time. It seemed just as one problem was solved, another one soon followed. Her father, a chef, took her in the kitchen. He filled three pots with water and placed each on a high fire. Once the three pots began to boil, he placed potatoes in one pot, eggs in the second pot, and ground coffee beans in the third pot. He then left them and set and boiled without saying a word to his daughter. The daughter moaned and patiently waited, wondering what he was doing. After 20 minutes, he turned off the burners. He took the potatoes out of the, the pot and placed them in the, bo- uh, in the bowl. He pulled the eggs out and placed them in a the bowl. He then took the coffee out and placed it in a cup. Turning, her, turning to her, he asked, daughter, what do you see? She replied, potatoes, eggs, and coffee. Look closer, he said, and touched the potatoes. She did and noted that they were soft. He then asked her to take an egg and break it. After pulling, after pulling off the shell, she observed that the hard-boiled egg. Finally, he asked to her, sip the coffee. Its rich aroma brought a smile to her face. Father, what does this mean, she asked. He then explained that the potatoes, the eggs, coffee beans had each faced the same adversity, the boiling water. However, each one reacted differently. The, pet, the potato went in strong, hard, and unrelenting. But in the boiling water, it became soft and weak. The egg was fragile with a thin outer shell protecting its liquid interior until it was put in the boiling water. Then the inside of the egg became hard. However, the ground coffee beans were unique. After they were exposed to the boiling water, they changed the water and created something new. Which are you? He asked his daughter. When adversity knocks on your door, how do you respond? Are you the potato? an egg, or a coffee bean. In life, things happen around us, things happen to us, but the only thing that truly matters is what happens within us. Which one are you? That was brought to you by Mira Larez, Top 100 Motivational Stories. Family, I hope that you learned something today in today's show. I hope there's something that you can take away and that you can apply to your life, not tomorrow, but today. I hope this value that I'm continuously bringing is is really value that works for you because I really believe that if you continue to stay tuned and, and locked into this show, the journey that we're going on, I hope that you stay with me for the ride because it's going to be a great ride. It's, it may get bumpy at times, but when it gets bumpy, just know we are we're the coffee bean in this situation, and we're going to continue to to push through any type of environment that you put us in to to strive to be greatness. I am your humble host, E D, and this has been the Impact Secret Podcast Show, and I'm out.